It's your boy, the Jewish Bulldog, Benny Sinekin. Bulldog Benny, you call him whatever you want. Pretty boy, you already know. You listen straight to the point. You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point. Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half. Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass. You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say. Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away. You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say. Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say. They want staring point, you know we straight to the point. They want staring point, you know we straight to the point. They want staring point, you know we straight to the point. They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the Hemi 76, bringing us into episode number 155. Of straight to the point. My name is Chris. Here, oh my God, J Dub. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And I know you hear that extra little enthusiasm in my voice. It's only because it's week one of the NFL season coming around that corner. Thursday, Thursday night kickoff. We have Detroit traveling to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs, and I can't wait to talk about that matchup. We'll talk about who's not going to play in that matchup, which is Chris Jones, maybe Travis Kelsey. We'll see about that. Nick Bosa gets paid. We'll talk about that. We'll go through every game in week one, make our predictions, and we'll also throw in a little NBA for you if we have enough time. But, Jared, let's start with Kansas City. Let's talk about who's not going to be playing week one. Chris Jones not going to be there holding out. Travis Kelsey not going to be there. Knee injury. Don't know the full extent of it. Know that his ACL still intact, which, you know, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're happy about that. So, Jared, talk to me about what Kansas City can do being down two of their better playmakers on their roster. Um, What can they do? They can rely on Patrick Mahomes as one because that's the only – that's really still the best quarterback we've seen in years. Uh, shout out to AJ. Already season starting off horrendous for the Chiefs. I love to see it. Well, love to see it. You know, after the debacle during the Super Bowl, the taunting, slanderous things I've heard throughout the offseason, you, you, you get to rejoice just a little bit to know they could potentially lose to the Lions. Do I believe they lose to the Lions? No, because I like what the Chiefs still have. Again, Kelsey's questionable. Hyperextended knee. They found out there's no torn ACL, which is great news. You, you hear rumors that he might try and suit up. I doubt the team wants him to suit up, but if the swelling goes down significantly, only thing you're really not worried about is his range of motion. So if he's if he's if he decides he's gonna go, they might just use him out there as a decoy. But he, there's no full speed, right? So I, I don't I doubt they play him. But you're still talking about the return of Kadarius Tony. You have Isaiah Pacheco, who might be the best running back during this Patrick Mahomes era that he's had in a while. McKinnon's still there, who's had that like streak of touchdowns. Sky Moore is now gonna get involved more. You you got guys that are gonna have to really step up, right? Is you're just not going to be tight independent like you have where if you were looking to gamble this game, I, I'm, Chris knows. It was a lock, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. It was a lock. I don't care what anybody else believes. It was a lock. This was If you were to start your week off right, throw some house money on the No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not just regular house money. Throw your house on the line. Put your house up. Listen, the minus, the minus what, 210 it was. You throw a thousand on it, you were still winning two thousand back. Like he was going to win you that much. I don't know, but I, 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 I don't know about that math. You might want to do that math again. It it it, it, it earned itself out eventually because you just got keeps doing the same bet over and over again. Because that's how badly the Travis Kelsey touchdown was a lot. I don't think there's hasn't been a season opener 
on record that Mahomes hasn't thrown a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. Like, I, that's how good they've been connection-wise. So losing him is a big chunk. Do I think this is still a good thing for the Chiefs? Yes, because now it's, it's a high percent of need. You're hearing a month might be the worst that he's out. It's not bad. It's what three-ish weeks. That's not bad. That's not the. That's not like it's all ending for the Chiefs. They won plenty of games when Kelsey's going down before. It's just now early in the season. So I, I think the Chiefs are going to be fine. I think the Chris Jones thing, losing him is more of value than losing Kelsey in the first game. Because Chris Jones, you don't know how long he's going to go for. We ju- you, you did it in the opener. You talked about the Nick Bosa contract, right? You just said we're going to talk about it later. But Nick Bosa just got his money. Chris Jones is looking to get like around the same lines of what Nick Bosa just got. And Nick Bosa is going to hold out too and wasn't going to play his season opener. Now Chris Jones is, for, is definitely not playing because the money's just not there. They haven't offered him what he wants. And he's really standing pat saying, I deserve this deal. He's one of the best D tackles in the league. Yeah, he, he undoubtedly deserves his money. But this does hurt their team when it comes to the defensive end because you just lost one of your best defensive players. That defense is already a little shaky as is. And when you're talking about a high-powered offense, you're going to need to get to the quarterback because it's not like Jared Goff is very mobile, but getting to him would allow for more pressure so that he just can't throw it against you the way that he potentially can against that Kansas City Chiefs secondary. So I think he's a much bigger blow for this season opener than is losing Charles Kelly because there's not there's still the grace that Travis Kelsey can come back healthy within relatively a couple weeks. See, the thing about the Chris Jones thing is you kind of – now once you start getting into game time, game time, you really have drawn your line in the sand, right? So they have, uh, I believe, with the CBA, like up until week eight. After week eight, if he doesn't play, I guess he forfeits the year of his contract. I, I don't know what this – I don't know what the semantics of that is. Who knows if it gets that far, right? The thing about them losing Kelsey is – Kelsey is their number one target. Kelsey is their main guy when it comes to passing the ball for Patrick Mahomes. There is no Tyreek Hill. There is no, you know, premier outside threat yet. We don't know what Sky Moore is going to turn into. We don't know what Kadarius Tony could be at his full potential. We don't know. You know, there's a lot of unknowns. But as of right now, we all know who the guy is against. Patrick Mahomes has played in one game. One in his career without Travis Kelsey. That was his first NFL start when he was Alex Smith's backup in 2017. One game without arguably the greatest tight end ever. Now you're asking him to start a season where he's historically been great starting out seasons. Very hot. You're asking him to now play for an extended period of time with no Kelsey. It hasn't happened. So we don't know what Patrick Mahomes is going to be without Kelsey. Now, if I sat up here and said Patrick Mahomes is going to be great without Patrick Kelsey or without Travis Kelsey, I'm I'm sure it wouldn't come as a shock to a lot of people because Patrick Mahomes is great. But we don't know for sure. You know, we don't know the impact of losing a top, top wide receiver like that can do to a quarterback. Now, we've seen great quarterbacks excel with great great receivers, and we've seen great quarterbacks be great without that excellent pass catcher. But we've never seen him without the excellent pass catcher. So we don't know how truly great he is. Can we put him – like, everyone's already put him at, like, the upper echelon of quarterbacks, and that's fine if you want to put him there. 
But the one thing those other guys had answered that Patrick Mahomes is now going to have to answer is it the receiver that's making you better or do you make the receivers better? I guess we'll we'll have to see in this game. Detroit had no no defense last year. Like none. Like they were they were getting scored, you know, come out of halftime, they was the other team was already up two touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Like before they even kick off, they scored again. You know what I'm saying? So Detroit's defense has a lot to prove. Aiden Hutchinson, who was a top pick, has to get two sacks on Mahomes. Like you have to make a statement if you're Detroit. CJ Gardner Johnson, the big free agent acquisition that Detroit has, has to show up, has to make you know, you have to mention his name. Uh these guys for Detroit can't just be winning shoot they can't win a shootout in Kansas City. Like it's not gonna happen. So if Kansas City is going to lose this game at home week one when they raise the banner to Detroit, Detroit's defense is gonna have to step up and take over this game. I think it's more, again, this is always a game where it's golf versus Mahomes. They only played once, I think, in their careers. It was a shootout. Golf was on a different team with the Rams. The Rams was a, a very different team. They were competent. They were good. They blew it all to win the Super Bowl, and now they're garbage. But golf has now flourished with the Lions, and that offense is very high power. They lost Swift, but they brought in Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, Amon Rossi Brown. I think the defense is a lot better. With Aiden Hutchinson, everything they, they did in the draft, you've seen them bolster the secondary a little bit. It's still a little shaky, but they've gotten better. I think for this one, if, if Mahomes makes this game relatively close, again, you already mentioned that they're without Kelsey, but if Mahomes keeps it, like if Mahomes goes out and says, you know what, Marvin down his skin, like, deep ball, tidy. Like, let's say just out the gates, yeah, Jared Goff and that offense is going to need to do everything they can because at the end of the day, no, there's really no defense that can really stop Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to be on Jared Goff to just not make the mistakes that he'll he'll relatively make when it comes to certain big games, right? Like we've seen it where he's had his flashes, had some great moments, but in these big games, and I'm not saying this is like a huge game, but I think this is a game where there's a lot of expectations on the Lions this season. We're 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 of the belief that the Lions are the team that can win this division. We're of the belief that this is a team that's vastly better than what we've seen in previous years. They got to come out swinging. You, you can't come out lethargically or half, half assed. You got to come in 100%. So I think you've got so much pressure on this offense to succeed because now they have weapons that we haven't seen from them since Calvin Johnson. We're just talking about the type of talent that they've had. So it's like, I'm, I'm really just putting on golf the road. He just got to, he got to come in and do something. And now there's not, there's not a lot of excuses for him not to really come in here with even more confidence because Mahomes lost his best weapon. You know, like the defense has comments now because they don't have to – the game plan becomes a little bit easier. But it's on the offensive side as well, he's like, shoot, Chris Jones is gone. <laughs> that dude, like, led their team in sacks last year. That dude has won two Super Bowls. He's one of the best tackles in the league. Oh, he's not about to come apply pressure? Okay, let me – let's go do something. So I think it, it's a lot – this is a lot for Jared Goff this, this year, this first game. There's no way – he went up against the reigning Super Bowl champion, so – the offense, I think, just they just got to do something. Like, I, I can't stress it enough that this offense can't come out and just play like just so slow and lethargic. They need to come out like they did against the Eagles last year and just like drop thirty. That's like that's the best thing I can. Yeah, but the thing is, like when they played the Eagles last year, they came out and dropped thirty, but they dropped the majority of their points in the second half. If they're 
Yeah, if they're down ten to Detroit at halftime, and Detroit has momentum, not saying this is an insurmountable lead by any means, but you don't want to give your opponent hope. You don't want to give your opponent the the thought that yeah they might beat me. No, like you want to stuff you want to stuff them. Like you want to just pause. You want to let me see. <laughs> Whoa, pause. Man. You want to you want to strike them down. You want to just put their foot put your foot on their neck and keep them down and complicit and know that they're a loser. Like, Detroit's been losers since 1957. Like, let's be honest, okay? They had one great year in 92, and then Barry Sanders finally got tired of killing himself for a unserious franchise, and they've been unserious until Calvin Johnson came, and they were unserious until he left. And then they had Matt Stafford, who tried, but the unseriousness of Detroit was just too much. Will will you know? Will we finally see a competent Detroit team this year? I hope so. Like it's good for the league when you have some type of parity. You know, you, it's good when you see these guys, these teams that you haven't seen be successful start to pop up and make some noise. Like I think that's why a lot of people like that Cleveland twenty twenty team that went into the Pittsburgh and beat Pittsburgh on the road in the playoffs, and then was a Chad Henney. For you know, Chad Henney drive away basically from going to the AFC Championship game. Haven't been back since. Unserious franchise, but that was their moment in the sun. I'm not saying you can. I'm not saying Detroit is going to, you know, have a moment in the sun this year. It could all go left easily. It is Detroit, but huh. they have a shot, and that's all. You know, that's the only thing you can really ask for. You got a shot. Like last year. Would you have asked if I asked you, do Detroit got a shot to go beat Kansas City on the road in Kansas City? No. You would have looked at me like I was crazy. I looked at you and did the Stephen A. Smith and told you to stay off the weed. That's how I looked at you. Listen, whether or not you know you indulge in the ganj is your business. All I know is, all I know is, we might have a Detroit pack in the air. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it'll be decided in the first game of the season for me. I'm going to be for real with you. It'll be decided the first game of the season for me. Listen, all I, all I ask is that the Kansas City uh, field is up to par, ready to play, equal footing for both teams. <laughs> that was a neutral site, Chris. This was, throw that out there. That was a neutral site. No, that was a graveyard. Wait till you see all them Cardinals games this year. Anyway, Jared, speaking of somebody who's going to play on that grave site this year, Nick Bosa getting paid buku bucks to go chase quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a fair question to say was it deserved because he's arguably one of the top three defensive players in the league, regardless of position. Like, he's a dominant force. But if you look at San Francisco's cap situation coming up, it's not really great. Like, they got a lot. They got a lot of they got a lot of miles on that credit card. Is what I'm saying. Like they got a lot of dollars tied up with guys, and there's going to be time where they can't pay it. And we'll be talking about how San Francisco may have missed their window. Jared, do you see us? Talk to me about giving both of this money now and what it means for San Francisco moving forward. Oh, it's great. I mean. 
He's locked in now five years, 170 million, 122 and a half guarantee. This is a guy coming off what an 18 and a half sack season. That's gonna improve. He might see 20 or more this season. Let's be for real. If he's healthy. Again, he's going to that Cardinals stadium, so knock on wood, nothing else goes wrong. That team is in terminal. Listen, he got 122 million dollars guaranteed. He can go get as many cleats as he needs. But the cash based situation for the 49ers, they're loaded. Like it's, it's, you think about it, a lot of those guys are in long term deals. They have now freed up a little bit of more cap space, knowing that they moved off of Trey Lancer. They're not going to have to pay big bucks to because uh, Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. So he's not making a lot of what people were thinking he's making, even when they do give him an extension. We don't know how, what's that going to garnish yet because you haven't really seen what he's done in the league yet. But yeah, so now this is his first year going in as a starter to prove himself and to prove it to the NFL that he's a starting caliber QB for a championship caliber team. They both coming back and not holding out is huge. Because just think about what they have on the defense. Because I don't want to talk about the offense. Because we know what the offense has. But just think about what they, they they took. They got Javon Harder from the Eagles, who was coming off a very good year. But the Eagles just didn't have the the room to play him or pay him. Right? They still have Eric Armstead. They have Fred Warner. They have Javarius Ward. Like they have so the defense is good. Javon Kinlaw is there, which you've seen progression improvements since the hype around him when he got drafted. They have a stacked defense. It's loaded, and then the offense has their own firepower and ammunition and then now you have a healthy offense where Kittle's healthy C- uh, CMC's healthy mm-hmm. um, Ayuk and Debo are both healthy so now you're just hoping Brock Purdy as they said in reports that he's good to go they're going to go in and win week one like that's a no brain like it's not a contest there's no argument they're going to win week one Listen, whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 I, I may not I may be breaking some news here to you Jared you might not notice but the famed Hemi 76 lock of the week, which is back this year. Week one lock of the week, he is going for the upset special. And he has the 49ers losing week one. Yeah, stop doing crap. It's, it's, not <laughs> it's, not it's not good for the brain cells. It's not, it's not, it's not perpetual to what he needs to do to become a successful black man in America. It's not good. Because, listen, I'm a Mike Thomas supporter, 100%. He's going to go another season of going, not, not having an under 500 record. But there's no way they beat the 49ers week one. I don't care what you tell me. I'm going to tell you now. It's not happening. Because just at the end of the day, you're, if you wanted to have the Kyle, the um, the Brock Purdy and Pickett debate, sure. I think Pickett's a better QB. But then if you let's just have the totality of Steelers versus 49ers debate, the 49ers player for player is basically a better team than the Steelers, and the coaching isn't that much far off. It's not that far off. I'm looking at that team and looking at what the Steelers have. The Steelers are a nice up-and-coming team. They're building slowly, but they're doing what they need to do. 49ers are all in. Chris, you mentioned the, the cast face and the potential hell hell they'll have in the next two years or a year. They're all in on winning – the, the Super Bowl. They're trying to get back to it. They're trying to win it. And they, they maybe could have last year if, you know, the Eagles didn't take off four of their QBs because them losers made a jello. Like, it just it happens like that. That's football. So now they're really going into this season full steam ahead. And I think with that loaded offense, a loaded defense, I don't, there's no way the Steelers are beating that. I think it's, it could be a close game. If you want to tell me he said, hey, Steelers cover the spread. And I think the spread's at about seven, eight and a half. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I think the Steelers do cover. Uh, uh, two and a half, my good brother. Two and a half? Eh, Steelers do cover that. A field goal, maybe. Eh, 
But that. But, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Eight and a half, eight and a half point game, like you said originally, is much, is much different than two and a half point game. Two and a half is shaky. I feel like Vegas thinks something I don't say. Maybe somebody getting hurt that I don't know about because that's a little shaky for me. But I think the 49ers win this game. This is without question. It, it's, it's not like, ooh, he could have told me the, the Browns beat the Bengals before he, he told me he, still beat the 49ers. He also got that one too. Oh, this man is on something different. That is crazy. Listen, if it now here's the thing, right? If it hit, Joe Burrow is hurt. If he, Joe Burrow, if it hit, he's a genius. And if it doesn't, you know, they do say geniuses do the best drugs. They do say that. What? Huh? That's what they say. Geniuses do the best. Who say that? Quickly, who say it? Everybody said that. Who's everybody? I ain't never said that. I want name drop first. Okay, Chris, you be telling me you be doing the best drugs? Ain't you a genius? Yeah. No, Dude, not a, not a genius. Never use drugs. <laughs> Ever. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? And as we talk about, you know, we, as we kind of start talking about week one predictions, Bosa definitely makes that team a thousand percent, but a thousand percent better Easy. because they're going to need to heavily run on that defense. Because ah, heavily, heavily. Hear, hear me out. Cal Shanahan is a fraud. Okay, I just want you. To... <laughs> okay, he is. He has pulled the wool over all of your eyes. This man cannot get it done in big games, big moments, and big spots. He is Aaron Rodgers if he had a headset and a dad that also played quarterback. I rest my case. <clears throat> If you need evidence, let me take you back to 28 to 3. Uh, RG3's knee. 20 to 10 in the Super Bowl versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I'm not blaming him for that. Bl- G. What that? Couldn't get the ball where he needed to First go. of all, why put Jimmy G in that situation? You've seen this man practice all year. You know <laughs> he can't make that throw. Why he made the throw of practice probably because look how make, was. Why make that call? That was Jarvis. I'm talking about Emmanuel Sanders. Was it Emmanuel Sanders? Who was it? It doesn't matter who it was. It didn't matter who it was, Jared. It could have been Randy Moss on top of Calvin Johnson's shoulders. That pass wasn't happening because that was the wrong call. He shouldn't have been in that situation. Bum. Fraudulent bum. Now, with that being said. Their defense is going to have to hold hold teams, okay? Because when San Francisco takes the biggest games of the year to have offensive nightmares and can't score the ball and can't put points on the board and can't convert at clutch moments, they're going to need their defense to bail them out. And that's why you pay Nick Bosa all that money. I also rest my case. I'm not a I'm not a Niners hater. I'm a Shanahan hater. There's a difference. <laughs> it goes to show, again, I think the Steelers are better. They're just not there yet. 12 Beth O'Line, though, is a huge improvement. That's like one of the biggest jumps I've seen in a while, Chris. PFF has them as the 12th best offensive line in the NFL mm-hmm. after last year being ranked at 28. So I think that's a huge jump. Again, they did bring in Roger Jones, rookie, Isaac Sumalu, former Eagle. And then they, I, I like what they got. It's just, man. 
if you're saying to me 49ers defense is that good, right? then does Pickett beat that defense? I don't think Pickett beats the defense. I like what they have in Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Najee. I just don't think Pickett is beating that 49ers souped-up defense, especially in the first game of the season. That's a fair point. So I guess I guess there's no better segue, no better transition than to start talking games, than to start picking games NFL week one. We've already kind of touched on the Thursday night game, but, you know, just for the, the sake of the rhythm, you know, I ain't done this in a while. <clears throat> week one, Detroit travels to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Jared, who you got? The Chiefs. I also have the Chiefs. The next game being San Francisco traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. You have the Steelers, right? <laughs> Stop. Oh, okay. Just, just was checking. The next game, Jared. <laughs> oh, I, I have the Niners as well, but I, I put a little sprinkle on Pittsburgh. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I put a little sprinkle. In my head. Put a little Double sprinkle. Dipping. You know me. Can't lose. Never lose. Word the Lavar Ball. Tampa Bay travels to the Dome in Minnesota to take on Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings. Jared, who do you have? The Vikings. Wait. Before you answer this question, before that's your final answer, you do not follow the Kirk Cousins checklist. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Let me restart. Let me start. All right. Is, where's it at? I'm, I'm ready. Uh, number one, is the, game, where's the game? is the game at home? It is in Minnesota. So, yes. Yeah. Is the game Sunday? Yes. Is it a 1 p.m.? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. I got the vibe. There we oh, go. There we go. I got the vibe. Jared, Cincinnati travels across the great state of Ohio. I'm sorry. Whoa, I'm sorry. Excuse me? Uh, um, Did you mean to say that? I tried to give homage to Ohio, but have I, you I, ever I, been to Ohio? That place stinks. <laughs> Cincinnati travels to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Jared, who you have? If Joe Burrow is playing, I got the Bengals. If Joe Burrow isn't playing, I still got the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just no way. I'm just like, I'm be real with you. The show will be whoever's not playing is Joe Burrow. Houston travels to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Jared, how much does Houston lose by? Oh, man. Um, it's a 10-point spread, by the way. Does Houston cover? No. They lose by 14. I will take the Houston cover. No, they lose by 14. I'm taking the Houston. They, they, Let me write this. I think they lose 24 Let me write this down, Jared. Houston plus 10, okay? If, when I become a millionaire, I will remember you, okay? All right. I think they lose 24-10, though. Houston plus 10. Yeah, I got the, I got the Ravens winning that game. Jared, in, the, in one of the most boring games you may ever watch in your life, Carolina travels to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Jared, who do you have? I have the Falcons winning. I do have the Falcons winning. They are at least starting a full-grown man at quarterback and not uh, Kyler Murray 2.0. Stop it. First off, <laughs> slow down. Bryce is better than Kyle Murray. Slow down. He's a, underneath the tutelage of Frank Wright as well. Whoa. Just, oh, that was blasphemous. Crazy work, what you just said. Crazy. Bryce Young already comes out of college looking at the playbook, reviewing film, not playing Call of Duty. How dare you, sir? 
What's, whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong with playing Call of Duty? That's a great team-building exercise, okay? Do you play Call of Duty? Yes. When have you played Call of Duty? I like to run around and be a part of the team, damn it. Who you play Call of Duty with? You. Marshall, Dr- I, Marshall Drummond. That's a lot. That's a lot. No, 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 no. You, have, you said, have I ever? The answer is yes. Do I currently? I said, do you play Call of Duty? No, no, no. You said, have you ever? Run, do you currently in the listen. past two years play Call of Duty? Then? No, you didn't You didn't ask me that. Because no. there's a reason why you don't play Call of Duty anymore. There's a reason listen, why he shouldn't Listen, you ain't, you ain't asked me on that. You said, have I ever? And I said, yes. Because that, that is the truth. Doesn't change what I said, though. Atlanta should have won the NFC South last year. Will win the NFC South this year. Go Falcons. No. Sorry, I'm not about the most boring game ever. Think Arizona travels to Washington to take on the Commanders. Um, I wish all bad things upon Josh Harris because apparently all bad things happens to Josh Harris-owned franchises. So, go Cardinals. That's fair, but I wish all unfortunate things Jonathan Gannon, as you know, what happened to uh, yes. distractions you, and whatnot. You, you pose, can't, can't root for Jonathan Gannon ever. You, ever. Pose, you pose a great point. Wasn't a fan of him as a defensive coordinator with the Eagles anyway, but to be a head coach after a shocking display of horrible coaching, I'm going with the Commanders. I think the Commanders are going to win anyway. The Cardinals are tanking. They, they're, they're literally tanking. Their only winnable QB not Kyle Murray because, you know, he's out on the pup list and who they might keep on the pup list depending on the injury. Cole McCoy, they cut. I don't know who this, the backup QB is now. I don't. I, so, I meant, they're done. I meant to tell you, Jared, I got a call from Arizona. I am the, no, right. I am the backup quarterback. Oh, sorry. It is me. Hope you prepared to take all the sides. Hope you prepared for the hit. I, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a strip. Case I was coming. just in D.C., you know, preparing um, to face Washington. So, I was going around seeing the scenery. Uh, seeing the bums in the District of Columbia. And, uh, yeah, go Cardinals. <laughs> Might be the worst game ever played. And the, the Commanders will still win. Yeah, Commanders the Commanders definitely win that game. Jacksonville travels to the Dome of Indianapolis to take on Anthony Richardson and the Indianapolis Colts. Jared, who you got? Jacksonville, that's a calm blowout. I think Richardson will get – I would love to see him get his reps. That's a combo out for the Jets. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout. Divisional games depend. I mean, listen, divisional games are usually tough, usually close-ish. I think it's a one-possession game, so maybe eight. I say nah, eight. Colts in the rebuild. The, the, the Colts yeah, but, yeah, but there's no reps. It's a new coach. It's a new system. I mean, I know there's no Jonathan Taylor, but maybe maybe you kind of get some false hope. You know, the first that first game, until you get smacked on kickoff, you kind of got hope. You know, you got that that feeling that you could do something until, you know, inevitable ha- happens. So we'll see if inevitable happens for the Colts. I don't I don't think they'll – I think they'll hang around. I think they'll hang around. Jacksonville kind of starts to – Jacksonville like to play with their food a little bit before they – before they, you know, before they finally finish their meal, like they like to, they better get out of that. I hopefully, hopefully they're out of that system now. We'll Calvin see. Ridley. It's we'll see. Oh, Calvin Ridley, risk taker, gambling man, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee travels to New Orleans to take on the Saints with Derek Carr. Jarrett, who you got? Ah, uh, 
We can skip this. We can we can skip it. You know, if you have to. We can no, no. We can skip I mean, it. it's still a toss up for me because I want to take Titans. Uh-huh. Titans are fraudulent. Yeah. And I want to take the Saints, but Derek Carr is also fraudulent. And the Saints are fraudulent, but Derek Carr alone is. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I'm just like. The slant Mike Thomas, who is not just known for slants, but he's, that's one of his bread and butters. Is he healthy? Chris Olave is there, but how good Kamara suspended? Give me a Titans. Give me a Titans. I think Titans won it. Jay, you are a very bold. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the game at? It's in New Orleans. Oh, dang! That changes. Never mind. That changes my decision. Give me the Saints. Okay. Give me the Saints. Yeah, give me the Saints. That changed my decision. Is that is that the Saints? Yeah. All those points that you made are very accurate, Jared. I'm, I am very much in agreement with you. Tennessee is a team chock full of the most randomest guys, and like Kevin Byard and Derrick Henry that you've ever heard of. Random, randomest guys. Like name me, like Wesley Woodyard. That's about it. That's all I got for you. Well, Jeffrey Simmons. I got D-Hop. Jeffrey Simmons. I got Jeffrey Simmons. But, like, here's the thing. They have no quarterback. So what they good is... Ryan Tannehill. I rest my case. I rest my... You made a, you made I a fair rest point. my case. You made a fair point. Uh, this is going to be the low, one of the more lower-scoring games of the weekend. Take notes, yes. please, all of you uh, aficionados. Um, The Raiders travel up to Denver. I don't know if that's up. Geographically speaking, I don't know. But anyway, the Raiders travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. Russ getting told to stop kissing babies like he running for president by his head coach. Sean Payton giving everyone work in the media, sounding a lot like someone that I know. <clears throat> Just talking real recklessly and with no care about what he says. Right, Jared? I have no idea what you're about. All right. But who do you have? A Josh McDaniels led team or something? Oh. Whatever's going on with uh, Frank Clark over there. I, I, Chandler, Chandler Jones, but you were close. Oh, thank you. Chandler Jones. Man, that team is in the utter gutter. Jimmy G, is he playing? Who knows? Who cares? Yeah. Like, I got Russ. I got Russ in the morning. Team stinks. I got Russ. The, the Raiders, such an unserious franchise, has been relegated to the utter gutter, ladies and gentlemen. Hope, You've heard it here after, first. I just hope after Russ wins, they 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 just he just doesn't go into the presser and does his usual. What was it? Uh, go go uh, go Broncos or Broncos Nation or whatever. That's right. Said. That's like, right. I hope he doesn't do that. I hope right. he does. I hope he has a cowboy hat. Like we need to, he need to let that let that sit in the past. Let's ride past that. No, 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 no. Nah, bring it back. Matter of fact, I need Russ. I need Russ to cook this year so he can come out riding the horse when they lead the team out the tunnel. Oh, that'd be Speaking of leading his team out the tunnel, a certain uh, number twelve in New England is getting retired week one, and he will be in attendance. And also will be in attendance as the reigning NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles as they travel to take on the New England Patriots. Jared, who you got? The Eagles. They're just the Eagles. That's, that's an easy one. All right. If, this, if, this, if these two teams are who we think they are and who we think that they should be this year, the Eagles should win this game. 
the Eagles, who were one defensive stop away, possibly, from winning the Super Bowl. New England, yeah, so, you know, you, 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 y'all know what it is. Come on, stop it. Stop it. Aren't the Eagles the last team to beat Brady in the Super Bowl? That would be correct. Oh, well, dang. So unfortunately, you have to watch this team lose again. It's life. I hope he doesn't, you know, get that itch and run on the field because I will. <laughs> I will be so. The greatest upset. break. The greatest worst breaking news tomorrow would be Tom Brady's announced that he's coming out of retirement during his retirement ceremony. I'm back. That's going to occur on Sunday. I'm back. <laughs> Jared, the LA Rams traveled to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. A uh, little bit of late breaking news. Cooper Cup ruled out for this game, week one. Out. No Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford going it with um, whatever else that the Rams have on offense. I guess. Um, I don't know. Versus ben Seattle. Robinson? Who? Van Jefferson, I think. Yes. Howard Higby? Van, yes. That, those names sound appropriate. Um, I mean, that's the only two players I remember. Do Cam Akers? Okay. Do Cam Akers still get touches? Okay. He, he's just starting. He, he wasn't announced as the lead back for this so far. Announced as the lead back so far. Kyron Williams is the backup. Don't know how long that's going to last, but he's there. That's all I can tell you. I, I honestly don't know any. Oh, Swarkin. I don't know his first name. Swarkin. Swarkin. Do Do Ben Skoranek still play? That's his name. Oh. Ben Skoranek. Nice. He will be the starting receiver next to Van Jefferson more than likely. Oh yeah, give me the give me the Seahawks by a lot. This team is tanking. Give me the Seahawks by a lot, a lot. The Rams, the Rams process is unmatched, unmatched. Yeah, Seattle should win this game, especially with no cup. If they, if they were to lose, Geno needs to refund, re- refund some of the funds that was given to him. Just hand them back. Because there's no way. Miami travels to Los Angeles, almost in San Diego, to take on the Chargers. Jared, who you got? The Dolphins. Yeah, I have the Dolphins right now. This may be the first time I disagree with you all week, Jared. I had the Chargers win this game. I think that with a new offensive coordinator, new new life, you know, Herbert getting a, got his bag, got to come out and show it. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a, a shootout, and I think not having Jalen Ramsey hurts Miami's defense. We'll see if their pass rush can get some, gener- you know, generate some pressure with Jalen Phillips. I think that there's a little bit more of a unknown with Tua. Like their offense is good, but is Tua good? Like is Tua was that like a fluke? So we don't know. I think with Herbert, you have a little bit more clear-cut vision of what he is. Now, will he ever take that next step is a different conversation, but you know what you're going to get with Herbert. So I think for this one game at home, you have an East Coast team traveling all the way across the country. I think that that the Chargers win that game. I don't know. I mean, again, you, you name Phils, but remember, they did get Bradley Chubbs now full offseason. Right, season. yeah, true, true. Losing Ramsey Hurts, but Xavier Howard's still there. Like they have guys there that can step up, and the this always stems from the conversation, Tua versus Herbert. It now comes down to a boiling point. It's always going to be a head to head for them, but this comes down to a boiling point where 
what if, what have either really done, right? Like either have not really shown up or done anything spectacular. Like Justin Herbert has made spectacular throws in the regular season, but two has won some phenomenal games. So if this is one of those games where it comes down to a shootout, this is where I have to give it to two because I've seen two in shootouts win games. I've seen Herbert in shootouts lose some games. Not only, I'm not even going to say I blame it on Herbert, but it, that goes to show that that's more on his head coach. Where you look at what his head coach has done, the comments he's made about the play calling that he's produced that translates to them losing games. They've blown leads before. They've gone it on fourth and like 10 on plays where they're not even at certain points in the field where you would take even consider making that type of play. They've gone for things that just – it's at this point, I, I don't know how else to describe his coaching at times besides Madden-like negligence. He feels like – I feel like he thinks he's a Madden player making Madden-level decisions and that his players can just follow those through. It doesn't work like that as a head coach in the NFL. It doesn't. I like the deep balls you see to Mike Williams. I like the, the, the uh, acquirement of Johnson in the draft. Keenan's still there. Austin Eckler is there. He wants to get paid. They have a bolsterous offense. The defense alone, again, teams that look great on paper end up not being as good as they are supposed to be when the, when the, when the timer starts. That's just sometimes how it is where I mean, when you go into this game, Dolphins got a lot of chips on their shoulders right now. There's a lot of baggage for them. I think Dolphins is going to end up winning this game. Those are all fair points. Um, yeah, Brandon Staley stinks. <sighs> it's like. Yeah, I don't know. Usually when teams are close, it comes down to. Who has a better quarterback? Who has a better coach? Like that's usually where it comes down to. Listen, I, I think I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers have a better quarterback, and I think the Dolphins have a better coach. So I think it's going to be a cool. I think now, and, and I, I get the Paul Moore thing, but let's be for real. It's not like he hasn't had a like. There's not a much better offense. No, yeah, but the, the 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 play calling I think will help. I think the play calling for the for the Chargers would be much better. Yeah, yeah I think, like, I, but I think that also puts them in better situations offensively. Like they're not just, they're not so predictable, one dimensional. Like they said it they got a great like they like Eckler's a great back, but they don't get they give him the ball many ways different. Like they give him the passing and things like that, but they don't just as, turn as around as and hand the ball. Is, Chris, as good as Moore is, fish rocks from head down. As long as your coach is still making questionable decisions when it comes to the play call and, and clock management, you're going to end up losing because Kelmar can't do much. And he's trying – he's like, yo, it's fourth to five. Let's go for it at the 20. And, like, that's the decision-making we're doing? That's that, – we want to take a gamble or a risk. Like, that, those, are, those are the type of things where you just know because the analytics told him so. And this is where you've you got to start just using your own acumen, your own – your gut, your instinct. And if you don't have it, you just don't got Some it. Some people don't got good instincts. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, Jared, the next game, the Packers with Jordan Love taking over for Aaron Rodgers, traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Jared, who you got? The Bears. It's the the, the, the Packers, the Rodgers I own you is going. Rodgers on the Bears. The, the Packers on the Bears. That, that uh, the, the lease has now been signed over. Justin Fields is about to start owning the Packers real soon. We talked about this on the last five. You have yeah, you're Justin Fields. Wait, no, no, yes, no, yes. no, absolutely no, hundred percent. Not you treat Justin Fields like Bradley Bill. 
Bradley Bill and Jamal. Bradley Bill in comparison and who? And Jamal Murray. I'm not Jamal. Like I'm not Jamal Murray. Murray hater. Jamal Murray, I said was inconsistent. Not that he was garbage or a loser. I said that Bradley Bill was a loser. However, Bradley Bill is head and shoulders better comparatively to his peers than Justin Fields is to his. So that's just Justin Fields is not a good NFL quarterback right now. Not right now. Will he improve? Will he get better? Maybe. Possibly. His first game with Jordan. I got Jordan Love. Really? I saw we <laughs> With no Christian Watson and no Romeo Dobbs with the injuries? got Jordan Love. I have no faith in Jordan. I have no faith in Justin Fields. I have no faith in Ira Flutes. That's the team. No, that's fair. That was the Fields. LaFleur has done it. LaFleur has done it. Now, will, will we see if he's a Rodgers, you know, a, a beneficiary of Rodgers? Or was it like a group effort? We'll see. But, like, you really going to win? Like, are you really going to win your hag? You really going to, you know, to Justin Fields? I, I don't know. Yep, I got the Bears. This ain't Ohio State no more. Yes, that is true. Because, uh, yeah. Mediocre team at best, but the Bears—they they got some—they got some upcoming for this season. I think they can win. If the game. Bears lose this game, I promise you, I'm going to tell you all that they are who I thought they were. Word of Danny Green. Now, the Cowboys, Jared, back on national television, going to play Daniel Jones and the New York Giants Sunday Night Football. Jared, who you got? I want to say. Giants, but we know it's the Cowboys. I don't even think it's much of a question, Chris. You two weeks ago you couldn't name me a Giants receiver, not named Darren Wall. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, let's see if I let's see if I can. Who the one? The one who was arguing? Uh, uh, Hyatt. He is there. Let's go. Recently drafted, Jim In your face, Giants fans! All three of you. Will they win with them? I, I doubt it. I doubt they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Whatever's going on with the Trey Lance pickup, which I thought was a good pickup for them, he gets to learn behind Dak. How many? How many times do they show Trey Lance on the sidelines during the game? How many times? Oh man, that'd be a great drink again because it's going. It's going to be often. Oh. I, I think it's actually going to be. A oh, lot. it's going to be a lot. You will and be torn up. Seeking, it's going to be sought out to see him next to Dak as well. It's not just a. Him by himself, which those will, will, they, he, they will camera pan to him. The him and Dak thing, you're gonna try and show next to McCarthy if they get the chance. No, he, oh man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over under eight times. Uh, that's actually a good number. I'm gonna take the under on the eight. All right, I'm gonna take the under on the eight. And our last game, Jared, we stay at MetLife Stadium and we have the team on the other side of the hall, the Jets. Host the Buffalo Bills Monday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers first game as a Jet, first game in New York as a Jet. This is the this is the, this was the tougher game of the week because like I just I want to go with the Bills, but it's just like we 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 know what the Bills are. You talk about teams that you just know what they are. You know what the Bills are. High-powered offense, good caliber defense. They fold a lot when it comes to certain games. Is this going to be a game they fold? I don't know. The Jets got a lot to prove. Ryan's got a lot to prove. He's trying to come out swinging. 
give me the Bills still. I still I'm still gonna take the Bills. I think the Jets is still raw. Rodgers isn't raw, but I think the Jets as a team is still raw. They're gonna have to get used to the pressure that comes with playing on a team led by Aaron Rodgers. So thank y'all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. We're still a five-star rated podcast on iTunes. So if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Make sure you follow the pod on all your favorite socials. It's at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Make sure you follow my co-host at underscore J-Dub Hughes. And make sure you follow the pod on all your favorite socials. And I mean that. Instagram, X, or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. YouTube, wherever that you have socially, you know, accounts. We are there. We're talking sports. And we want to get, you know, straight to the point.